teasing right now here on the Haraway's Oat Singles. <laughs> if he can work out to get, how to get it set. He's been away that long, he can't even put his headphones on. Aaron Hawkins, Councillor Aaron Hawkins, good morning to you. Ah, to Mario, good morning. How are we today, sir? Oh, I'm good, thank you, I'm good. Yeah, it's great yeah. to be back. Yes, it's great to have you here. Um, I wish we were here under better circumstances. I think I would say that most of the time, Aaron, I, I, I guess. Uh, we, uh, you know, if we didn't have to fight this fight. Oh, sure. Um, but it, it's it's no, it's nothing new for the people of Dunedin to have to fight for the public services that we deserve. And um, it would be ideal if we didn't have to do it. But um, it's our duty to uh, needs must. And, and we've fought these battles before and won them before. And we'll fight this one and win this one. That's right. I mean, I don't even know why they bother, bother battling us anymore. Well, indeed. <laughs> a, a, a sprightly and spirited community. <laughs> Um, and I mean, of course, we're talking about um, the the Dunedin Hospital rebuild. Um, easily the single biggest local issue. Um, it came up time and again on the mm-hmm. uh, on the the local body campaign last year. Um, it's been dragging on for a very long time. The planning um, of um, of the rebuild of Dunedin Hospital and the scope of that activity, um, but primarily at the moment, um, we're focused on. Uh, where uh, the new hospital in Dunedin will be. Um, There are currently five options on the table. Uh, The existing site, an expanded version of the current site, uh, up the hill at Wakari, uh, a greenfield site on a park somewhere, who knows where, Logan Park, why not? Uh, Or uh, or no no single hospital, uh, a series of small satellite hospitals uh, scattered across the city. So those are the five options. Um, Sometime in June or July, uh, cabinet will make their decision as to which of those um, will be progressed and uh, the the city's view um, the council's view is that only uh, the two downtown options uh, the two downtown options are the only uh, the only tenable ones uh, for us and so this campaign is focused mainly on uh, getting a commitment from government um, mm-hmm. to a, to a CBD rebuild of Dunedin's hospital why why is a central location um, the only option do you for for the council well for i mean for the health and for the health of our city center it's essential um taking three thousand people out of the cbd every day would be uh, a disaster for um, retailers and hospitality and the like um it would be um a really bad outcome for uh, visitors, people who are supporting uh, patients in hospital. Currently, you know, having it downtown makes it accessible to, you know, supplies. Should you want to supplement your fine in-house catering or um, motel or hotel accommodation if mm-hmm. you're visiting, and, and that's that's been really interesting actually. And the degree of support we've got from uh, the wider Otago Southland region, both from people we've been talking to on the street and uh, you know other mayors and other councils, is they see it, they see it as really important for it to be a, a top-flight teaching hospital in downtown. Today even for those kinds of reasons. If anything serious happens to someone in Wanaka or Queenstown, the first thing they do is get flown to Dunedin and their their family follows suit and, well, they want to stay somewhere close by. Yeah. Um, but the reason we're talking about this this morning is because this is um, it's one of the the, the referenda uh, that OUSA are running uh, this week, and I think it's particularly pertinent um, for um, for the university and for uh, the student body, particularly people studying health sciences, um, for the for the hospital to remain um, roughly where it is. Yep. And we know that. Uh, co-locating a, a, a teaching hospital with a med school is the gold standard in terms of um, medical education. Um, you know, if, if it would be 
um, a, a logistical nightmare, I think, if uh, we had teaching staff and medical staff having to shuttle between the lecture theatres and the Linda Ferguson building and uh, surgery up at Wakari all yeah. day as they go between classes and uh, uh, classes and surgery and uh, and also of course you know the University of Otago is a residential campus a, a huge majority of our students live in the North Dunedin area mm-hmm. and, um, you know being able to walk to and from your uh, from your lectures um, is something that's a particularly useful. So the idea of trying to trying to catch up with a, a, a relocated hospital by moving the med school seems uh, seems equally preposterous. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and you know we know that the strength of the of the med school and, and health sciences is um, pivotal to um, the success of of the University of Otago, which in turn is um, incredibly important to um, the well-being of of, of Dunedin City. So it's a it's a, a chain of of interlinking um, factors, yeah. um, and you know the the alter- none of the alternatives as they're currently described um, go anywhere near um, addressing what would be lost if we if we took our hospital out of the city centre. Yeah, well, of course, uh, up in Mo- uh, sorry, up in Hamilton at the moment, there's discussions about a medical school at Waikato. Um, and that will, they've got a centrally based hospital. Uh, if, if we move as out of the cities, their, their university and their medical school, if they get one, it's going to look a lot more attractive to students. <laughs> well, I, mean, I'm gonna, I know. I mean, I, I, I mean, I personally, I struggle with the idea of Hamilton being attractive <laughs> to anyone. But I, 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 in terms of the caliber of education, and, and ultimately, if you are entering into professional practice like medicine, yeah, you, you're going to go where uh, the best the best education is and the best services are. That's right. Um, so, yeah, I think, and I think that's a, that's a very real um, threat, the, the Waikato uh, development. And, you know, we've seen the university um, come out in opposition to that development, understandably so. Yeah. Um, but, you know, one of the, the, the best things that uh, they've done historically is kind of stitch up the clinical teaching um, based setting up campuses in Christchurch and Wellington um, out of the University of Otago Med School, which leaves pretty much just us and Auckland delivering mm. that. Mm-hmm. I, don't, I mean, I don't know how, how likely the, the Hamilton example is, but, um, you know, we need to treat these things seriously. I think. We do, we do. I mean, like you said, the success of the university is tied in with the success of the medical school. I right. mean, it's... Um, it's certainly one of the schools that brings in the most um, foreign students, which is important to the viability of the university uh, and, and, and that money. And, and those two will maybe look elsewhere if the services that are provided now aren't provided in the future. And it's not just that, it's the actual services to the population as well. Um, we've had to, like you said earlier at the beginning, we've had to fight to keep the services that we have now there, and we've had some very big fights. Uh, and there could be a fear that if we um, in building the hospital that they will take some services away uh, and if we need them in the future there might not be the space there um, to provide those again we've got an aging population mm. uh, that usually means more people in hospital unfortunately mm-hmm. but it's the truth and um, if we if we lose those services now we may not be able to get them back yeah if if, if one was thinking cynically about this um, they, they talk a lot about um, changing models of care and 
um, trying to cater to patients more in the in their uh, in their homes or in their communities and, and, and supporting uh, the primary health organisations to do that rather than relying on people to get to hospital. And in theory that sounds great, um, but there doesn't seem to be any great desire to better resource GPs, for example, yeah, to be able yeah. to do that work. I mean, we saw um, what happened with um, delivery of mental health care in the 1990s, which moved out of an institutional model and into a community care model. Yeah. We're still dealing with the ramifications of that because it wasn't it wasn't resourced adequately. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think you're right about the the concern around um, what a um, you know the, the scope of the services that may be provided. Uh, again. Um, you know, if if they had to decide that they want to build it on a greenfield site somewhere, and this is the envelope they have financially to build it, well, it may just happen that they might have to build a hospital with fewer beds or mm-hmm. fewer wards or whatever um, to 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 meet their to meet Treasury's capital requirements, um, and and that is a that is a very real concern. I mean. Now, this is a very small part of a far bigger concern around the underfunding of public health services in general. We know that, and with certainly no shortage of feedback we've had from from the community as this campaign's worn on about um, issues and uh, and challenges that people are facing in public health. Yeah. Um, and we'll get to that. But stage one of the campaign is um, uh, getting government to commit to uh, rebuilding Dunedin Hospital downtown. Um, and if, if the student body, um, current students, and well, I should say, and life members, in case Mark Baxter is also listening, um, wanted to <laughs> wanted to support that, the, the easiest way to support it is to um, uh, to, to to vote in, uh, in favour during the OUSA referendum. And, and I, I should say, I've had no, I had nothing to do with it. It was as a, surprising to us uh, as oh, anybody really? to see that on the ballot. But hey, thanks uh, to thanks to whoever put that <laughs> motion. Thank you. Um, so voting opens at 9am today, so you can vote in favour of that. Um, yeah. Or um, and or if you're not a student, and if you are a student, um, you can send a message. Uh, to government, um, to a variety of cabinet ministers and, and Ministry of Health bureaucrats uh, in support of the campaign uh, by going to DunedinHospitalSOS.nz. Um, you just need to chuck your details into that and uh, it will fire off a politely worded email on your behalf mm-hmm. uh, to those um, those various decision makers. Because, you know, we've had bad advice from Treasury before around um, public services in Dunedin. They, they certainly wouldn't have committed to re- restoring uh, um, historic courthouse building because yep. um, that wasn't the cheapest upfront option. Um, but the, the level of um, support for that from the community that was directed uh, at Cabinet led them to change their mind and yep. you know, did the neurosurgery campaign a few years before that. So um, they ca- we can, because people ask, what's the point? Um, will they listen? Well, they will in, in an election year. Every, every vote counts. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, I, I fear that if it's not in a central location that Dunedin students may decide not to go to A&E. You know, for for small things, I don't. You know, um, it's a long way from the octagon to Walkery, sure. That's right, that's right. But I don't just mean those are out on a Friday or Saturday <laughs> night. But it'd be like, oh, well, maybe we'll see how it goes. A, a little, you know, I'll give it an hour or, or two instead of directly going straight away because it's so it's there, it's so convenient. If, yeah. it, if it is far away or a taxi ride, which you know, seven, eight, nine, ten dollars, it's it's not cheap, it's, it's not cheap. And, and not to a student who is struggling. Uh, and you know, for the outcome of the budget, they're not getting much either. Yeah. Um, so yeah, access, so access is hugely important. Yeah. Um, you know, currently in, we've got the regional council building their um, their bus hub uh, down on Great King Street, which is only a couple of blocks away. 
Um, currently, every bus route runs through that area for people who need to get access to the hospital, and it, you know that has its faults too. But um, you know, it's a it's a far more accessible. Uh, location in the CBD for far a far greater percentage of our population, particularly as you say, um, people who are challenged financially and people who don't drive or with an ageing population increasingly won't be able to drive mm-hmm. um, um, in a, and will require um, either public transport or, or whatever. We know that there's issues around uh, parking around the hospital in the CBD, um, but interestingly enough, I, I, we saw the other day that um, the occupancy, average occupancy rate of the Great King Street car park is about twenty percent. Yeah, um, only a few, only a few blocks away. But, um, but that and that needs that will that will need to be addressed. And there are there are options in, in terms of increasing uh, parking capacity. Um, the, the downtown option isn't necessarily the easiest option logistically. Yeah. Um, but it's it's the only uh, it's the only tenable option in terms of uh, the 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 success of of the city centre. Um, the, of the, the the med school of the university and, and and of the city as a whole and and we've had um, very strong support um, f- from the community and I look mm-hmm. forward to getting um, support hopefully from uh, from the student body. Yeah, they did it in Wellington. They've done it in Auckland, both their central locations uh, for their hospitals, and they've done a really good job. So there's no way they they shouldn't be able to do it here. Um, and um, yeah, so uh, once again, if you want to get involved, there's the Facebook page. Uh, yes, well, yep. Dunedin you know, Hospital SOS you know. is the name of, is yep. the name of the campaign. You can find us on Facebook. You can um, send your your SOS to, to government at Dunedin Hospital SOS NZ or from nine o'clock this morning, uh, you can vote in the OUSA uh, referendum to support yep. for OUSA to support the Dunedin Hospital SOS campaign to keep our uh, rebuilt top flight teaching hospital in downtown Dunedin. Make sure you do that. Uh, and if uh, it doesn't go ahead and the government uh, says. Uh, no, um, then I got a commitment from Andrew Little just a couple of weeks ago. I did, I did. I don't know if he'll keep his promise, but uh, maybe just vote out the government in the next election. You'd probably be happy about that, probably, Aaron. Uh, yeah, that's that's <laughs> another campaign we've got on the go. But, um, yeah, yeah. It's, it's, it's a bigger and longer one, that, that fight, sure. Uh, indeed, indeed. Uh, all right, Aaron, thank you so much for coming in. I appreciate your time. Thanks, yeah, um, yeah, it's very important, very important.